0: Welcome to the Itty Bitty Podcast. I'm your host, Perry Phillips, and because I've killed so many brain cells, I feel like I'm getting dumber as I'm getting older. So the podcast is a great way to learn more about the things that I love. So each week we take a look at topics from the world of pop culture, including music, shout out to hip hop, movies, sports, comic books, video games, psychedelics, cannabis, and more. And the format might not always remain the same from week to week. I'm all over the place, what can I say? And I love the idea of a podcast that changes and grows with our listeners. So before we get too far, if you're listening so far, head over to ittybittypodcast.com to subscribe to the show on the platform of your choice. And make sure to say hi to us on social media. It's pretty much at ittybittypodcast for everything. Um, but without further ado, man, the Itty bitty Podcast is anything but itty bitty. So let's get it going. Welcome to episode 43 of the Itty Bitty Podcast. So we took a week off last week. I didn't have a guest together, so I just wanted to take a second to kind of go back over the website, you know, touch up some st- things on the website, some social media stuff. Um, it's been a while since I've kind of tweaked the podcast, and we're coming up again on the year anniversary of the show is coming up in July, so keep a lookout for some special stuff for that. I'm going to do a- an awesome giveaway when that's coming up. So make sure you subscribe to the show. It's free to be able to check out when that's going to happen and follow us on social media as well. So my guest this week, I'm a huge comedy fan and I I don't forget how we got in touch with each other, but Aaron Kleiber is my guest this week, comedian and dad. Um, his special is on Amazon right now, Grown Ass Dad. He's also the host of the podcast Grown Dad Business. Really funny guy, super cool. We talked about his career in comedy, we talked hip-hop, we talked about current events, we talked about everything. Uh, It was a really good episode to get back in after a week off, so I really think you guys are going to enjoy it. And this is not a podcast about the comedic stylings of Aaron Kleiber. It's the Itty Bitty Podcast. It's anything but. And it starts now. Welcome to the Itty Bitty Podcast. All right, so another episode of the Itty Bitty Podcast. We have our first comedian as a guest on the show. Um, I guess I picked the right time to start doing Zoom podcasts um, because there is no comedy going on right now. Uh, And as a fan of comedy, I'm kind of bummed about that. I'm sure you're even more bummed about that. But um, Aaron Kleiber is here. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? We'll kind of get jumping off from there and we'll get this conversation rolling.
1: Yeah, man. Hey, I'm a comedian. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm a, I'm a stand-up comedian uh, and an actor, uh, and uh, I live in Pittsburgh, not New York and LA. That's uh, different. Yeah, I live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I am a professional comedian and actor. <laughs> so, how does that? that does does everybody like? Mind.
0: Does everybody like pressure you to be like you got to move to New York or LA, or you nah, just nah, like? Uh,
1: I would say I would say that um, there is a time in your career where you think that that's where you know everyone's telling you that's the way it has to happen. Right. Uh, I I definitely went through that, um, and uh, you know, it just it just wasn't going to happen. Does I mean when you have like we looked at it, we looked at going to L.A. when I had two kids, and at that time, you know, I had enough cool things happen where I thought going to L.A. could be more beneficial, but it just came down to money. You know right. what I mean? It just came down. I mean, dude, your wife and two kids like you can't just move to L.A. So, um. You know, a lot of people did at one point, you're like, you know, you got to go, you got to go. And they're not wrong, you know, Uh, but you, uh, you know, I decided to stay here and now have three kids with my wife. And, you know, we have four grandparents here. It sounds like old ass dudes shit, but it's, you know, (laughs) I mean, but, but having that family around my kids and, you know, it meant the world. So.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of in the similar situation. I'm uh, my first child is coming in July, so yeah,
1: that's probably right. your Congrats. your special was
0: awesome. But I'm like, I kind of wish there was a little disclaimer because I watched it and I was just like, <laughs> what did I sign up for? Yeah, man, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm scared straight. I watched it and then I wa- I made my wife watch it again with me. I was like, all right, you have to watch this now because I watched <laughs> it and it's given me anxiety. But it was an awesome special. I loved it. I don't want to give too much of about it away. That's um, all right. But it's somebody who you know a- what,
1: I gotta send you i'll send you uh, i'm trying to figure I'm um, well not figure out i know how but i'm gonna digitize my first album because it's just on dvd oh nice um and i so uh i got i have some baby jokes on that and some way more baby jokes yeah so, so I bet- when, I, when i had two kids uh there's more jokes on there you'll get as a new dad
0: yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm excited. I'm really excited. I did that. The doctor appointment I went to today was more like it wasn't really for me. It was more like my wife was like, "We need to make sure that you're good because you have a child coming, so you have to go right. to the doctor and get poked and prodded and all that stuff." I mean, she's oh, going yeah, through a, a lot worse. Yeah, she's going through a lot worse. Right. So I can't really complain. Uh, but I'm excited, and you know, the way the way you joke about it and you make it really fun and and you know. A lot of the, the jokes that you tell are probably stuff that's that's true to your real life. Um, but it's for me, like the amount of anxiety that I've had, like that I never right. thought that I would have before, just from <laughs> knowing that you've got a kid coming. It's like mm-hmm. I can't imagine once it gets to that level of like multiple children. So um, that's the yeah, plan down the road. But I'm it, at the it, it, beginning.
1: It, it honestly, it gets harder and uh, it gets harder and easier. I don't know yeah. how that makes any sense.
0: Yeah. I don't think that your special is like, I think your special is for like anybody though. I think like, even if you're not going uh, yeah, to be a so. parent or you're not a, a parent yet, I think it was like, I laughed my ass off the entire time. Um, I was yeah. really happy when I was like, all right, let me, let me check this out. Cause I, we had, touch base on the internet i forget where we initially talked yeah. um but like a lot of times when you when you meet somebody that wants to do a podcast they're like yeah yeah i know how to do that do this and then you go and check out their stuff and you're like oh this isn't good so i was really surprised and <laughs> i was really happy that you know i found hey, somebody man. <laughs> and it I, worked it, out it's, you, you know
1: that it works both ways that way yeah. so you know it's like uh you know it was um, I- I've done a couple, uh, I've guessed it on a ton of podcasts and I, and I've guessed it on a l- lot of my comedian friends podcasts and I, I just kind of was like, well, I'd love to just like, I, I- I'm. You know, I like all sorts of things, you know what I mean? Like I, I can talk more about comedy, you know, more than just about comedy. And so I was like, man, it'd be fun to get, like, go do a podcast about like history or something like that, or, you know, something I'm interested in, or, you know, find some nerdy podcasts and talk about star Wars for five hours, you know, um, or, you know, John Carpenter movies. (laughs) That's Um, why I
0: started a podcast. I'm like, I was, because I was working as a bartender. I worked in sales. I had a sales job that I made really good money at, but I I fucking hated it. And I wasn't having conversations that I wanted to have. And I was like, well, if if Mm -hmm. I'm having conversations, I want to have the conversations that I want to have. Yeah. So on this show, I try to do, you know, if there's something that interests me, like if I want to do a deep dive one week on the Wu-Tang Clan, I'll do the Wu-Tang Clan one week. If I want to do oh, like, comedy, I'll do that. Yeah. But the, the podcast actually started with, uh, I got kicked out of, a, of my first Wu-Tang concert before the opener uh, last year. I'd never been to Wu-Tang. I was so excited to go and I got <laughs> kicked out before the opening. The lights were still on and I got kicked out and I didn't even do anything that bad. I just, I sparked up a joint before like i was just so excited i got in and my wife was like you need to chill out because we had we had had a couple drinks and she's like you should chill out you're getting too excited i wasn't doing anything obnoxious i just literally sparked up a joint and then two minutes later somebody came up and tapped me on the shoulder they were like you gotta go and I'm like, what? You're not even giving me a warning? So yeah, I got kicked out. And then I uh, politely placed all the cones. Everything that was outside, there was a cop outside, so I was pissed. But I knew if I would like flew off the handle, I'd get arrested. So there was like traffic cones, those stupid bikes that are everywhere in, in, in Seattle. So I was placing them, walking down the street, placing things on their side. Like, just pissed, because I didn't want to smash it. So I was just place it politely down on the street and lay it down, because I was so mad I got kicked out of Wu-Tang. So... <laughs> Yeah.
1: yeah you know i will say uh your wife doesn't have to worry because when you have a kid you're gonna be like mm, i can't do stupid things anymore like yeah. you know, you think very differently about getting arrested like i i've talked about it at nauseum because i've had like 200 episodes of a podcast but like you reach a point where like i, I used to be that dude where i'm like man fuck this place like i'll yeah. fuck. you know what i mean like I'll, i'll fight whoever look at me yeah. and but but it's like you have a kid you're like yeah, no, I, you know what? I got to get home. I got, you know, I gotta, I gotta keep my job for my family. Like it's like your whole brain
0: changes. Right.
1: (laughs) It does. It does.
0: Yeah. I've got, I've started to kind of get to that point where, you know, you start, I, you know, I've unconsciously just started getting stuff ready. And uh, a couple of weeks ago we had our, our older dog, he was probably 13 or 14, but he had to be put put to sleep and so mm-hmm. a- after that it was just like okay like let's get to work cleaning because there's no dog hair there's no like right. dog drool so and he was a geriatric dog so he's like farting and, and
1: it's and actually yeah, hey you know what <laughs> So that's gonna be a blessing in disguise because... no that's what
0: we 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 talked about that you know it's like we've got a newborn and our dog was special like he was uh right. he was a pain in the ass we loved him he was an awesome dog but he was just we, we both knew that if we had a, a newborn it was going to be a problem so yeah it you, kinda... it's
1: so funny i've seen friends have babies their first child and i'm like do you do you guys still have a dog and they're like oh my god we do where's our dog yeah. like they like <laughs> like their dog is like a Completely roommate they don't remember it. yeah it's hilarious i've seen it multiple times
0: yeah we i mean eventually we're going to get another dog but we want to see like we're realistic about you know how this is gonna go we're both in our 30s um you know we've we've got kind of everything the way we want it and so we are realistic about it but we know that you know we don't know what we're getting into it's you know it's a whole new experience it's a
1: blast you're gonna have a good time
0: i'm excited yeah i'm excited to do all the fun like dad stuff i'm having a girl for my first i'm (laughs) not like one of those people that's like oh fuck i'm i'm pretty oh, happy I'm it's gonna that it's though, so. gonna melt you to pieces i know that's what i'm worried about i'm just like uh... it's gonna turn
1: you into a big pile of mush dude
0: <laughs> and uh the part i don't want to spoil too much of your your special um no, why, don't, right. why don't we say the name of the special since we keep talking about it uh oh yeah grown-ass dad grown-ass dad yeah on amazon yeah. prime yeah Yes. Yeah, so, you can
1: listen. Uh, you can listen on. Uh, you can you can buy it on iTunes. Um, if you don't have Amazon Prime, you could rent it. God forbid. Yeah, you rent it, <laughs> uh, or, or you could listen to it for free on Spotify and Pandora as well. Yeah.
0: So you said something about toys. That was like the one thing that was like, well, I I love toys. Like yeah. so, you could probably see some of my toys behind me. But the way I have found a, a around a way around is you have to tell your wife that it's a side hustle. It's not a hobby. It's a side hustle. Ah, uh, so yeah, yeah, a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't buy yeah. them. These aren't for me. These are to sell. You know. Yeah,
1: my my room is covered in uh toys and movie posters and uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, you said you've done a little bit of acting as well. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm assuming comedy comes first. But yeah, were you
1: comedy, comedy always came first. Yeah.
0: So were you like somebody who was into acting when you were getting into comedy, or is it just kind of something that you figured you would try out? It, or
1: it's it's something that kind of um, believe it or not, I feel like I officially did acting first because I did like all the plays and musicals in high school. But I was always a cut up, like I was class clown, and mm-hmm. you know. And then in high school, I started I started making like comedy and sketch videos and like winning awards, making comedy videos like for high school and shit. Right. But, um, but yeah, it, it has always been a thing. Um, because I, I was a filmmaker first. So, uh, my buddy and I made our own movies and we acted in them. You know, oh, I nice. acted and I acted in all my sketches and, you know, in my videos and, you know, uh, I was the first YouTube generation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, really? Well, yeah, you're in your 30s. So are you, you know, yeah. um, it's crazy to, you know, it's crazy. I was just talking to like, you know, like other, uh, my kids, you know, are like nine, 10. And, um, you know, like, I'm like, yeah, daddy was, had a million views on YouTube in 2008. And they're like, what? (laughs) They're like, how did you have YouTube? You know, like it's, um, but no, um, but yeah, that it's always been hand in hand because my, my whole life, I feel like, now that i've like you know talked about this enough where i think the whole time i you know i always wanted to be uh you know i always wanted to be you know bill murray i always wanted to be john belushi you know i wanted to be martin lawrence you know i wanted to be on in living color on saturday night live like i was obsessed with that and um so it it kind of like comedy was mostly for me was sketch comedy and improv and like any of the funny videos or movies i was making so I kind of started that. Stand up is the last thing I did, which is really? crazy. Like I, I had an acting resume before I did before I even started stand up. Um, the year, the year I started in 2009, um, I started stand up in 2009, and that year I was in my two first big movies. It was an ABC Family movie and a movie uh, Warrior by Lionsgate. So that, like, all in 2009, and that was the summer I started stand up too. Oh, that's and, awesome. So it was like, and, and, uh, I was already like before 2009, I made two of my own independent films that went all over, you know, the country and won film festivals. And, and so, um, and then like making all the sketches and, and I was, you know, sketch comedy, improv groups, all that. And then stand up just kind of fell out of nowhere. It just like, it was a thing where my, I lost my comedy partner that I was doing improv and sketch with. Um, right after I was going back and forth to Second City, Chicago. And, um, you know, I was like, oh, you know, I want to be on Saturday Night Live. But, you know, my wife wanted to have a house and a baby. So (laughs) so I was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was uh, I mean, my 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 wife was my wife. I've been with my wife since I was 19. And since I was 19, you know, between 19 and 28, in the nine years I was with my wife, you know, she put up with, you know. Uh, me making two independent films, driving back and forth to Chicago to take classes, hanging out with my, you know, buddies making comedy sketches on the weekends. You know what I mean? Like, right. So by by the time she wants a house and a baby, I'm like, yeah, that's okay. You're due. You know, you're yeah. like, you're, yeah, yeah, you should be allowed to have a dream too. And um, that's what kind of made me stay a little bit. But it's also at the same exact time I lost my comedy partner. Um, he had tragedy in his life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we, he lost two of his brothers and, uh, the same day that I knew since they were babies. And uh, and so I was kind of, like, alone. Like, I had a filmmaking partner. Him and I kind of moved in different directions, like working on separate things. Right. You know, I was more of a performer. I wanted to be more of a performer and actor. And my, my partner, Chris, that I made, uh, well, people can look it up, whatever. I made a movie called Captain Blasto and a movie called A Great Disturbance, if you like Star Wars, uh, and comic books. That's both of them um but like you know he he went to directing and 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 write like he's since wrote stuff for like sci-fi and you know so um so really like you know i i didn't know what else to do I, i was gonna you know do sketch and improv with my partner and you know and uh and and so i had a friend uh my buddy is a comedian named frank nicotero he uh he's he's originally from here his dad's an actor his, and he's a like just like this legendary actor from Pittsburgh who's done everything he's any movie that films around Pittsburgh his dad would show up in it you know with like five lines like you know so he was in my first independent film Sam Nicotero and uh, I was doing I was doing whose line is it anyway on a riverboat cruise. <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah like on a riverboat casino boat oh my god yeah uh times are tough back in, you know when you're getting started so but i feel I, like I was,
0: that's a good learning experience. it's a good story too
1: absolutely yeah, yeah. i mean it's just it, the hustle makes you who you are right um but yeah i was doing whose line is it anyway and and sam and his family came um it was over the holidays and his son is a, you know is a stand-up comic in la and, you know, he he does warm up for like America's Got Talent, X Factor, The Voice, like all these. He basically goes out for a half an hour and makes the crowd laugh and they're all excited. Like that's warm up. It's crazy. Right. Um, it's a hard thing to do. Um, but uh, so he's like, hey, um, dude, you, sh- you should do stand up. And it was the only thing like I was acting in independent films and, you know, I was doing sketch comedy, I was doing improv for years. Um I was, you know, I did improv in front of kids at camps and shit like that and like um hundreds of kids. So I just did everything but stand up and I was like I never like I I loved stand up growing up. I loved I was obsessed with Martin Lawrence when I was in middle school here and talking shit on HBO. Like I was obsessed with that. You know, discovering like, you know, listening to Bill Cosby, God rest his soul. He's dead. Um <laughs> uh but uh and and like um you know just just listening to stand up like that's all I knew. I never knew that like I could go on stage and tell jokes. And you know, this comic Frank, he's like, Yeah, you can do it. He goes, tell you what, I'm headlining at the club next week. Why don't you come by and do five minutes? And I was like, that's I'm not a stand-up, like I can I don't even know what that is. Right. And so I just gave it my best shot and it was like, okay. And they were like, hey, why don't you come back next week? And I did it a couple more times. And then I got cast in these two first movies in the spring of 09. And so I was, you know, I was filming for a month. And then a week later, I was filming for three months on another movie. It was the first big thing. It was crazy. So, so right after that, um, I actually, you know, talked to a couple other people while I was filming. Um, a guy named Brian Callen. He's uh, people now know him. He's always on Rogan's podcast, but he was he was on Mad TV. He was in all the Hangovers. Yeah, I
0: remember him from Mad TV. Yeah,
1: and, uh... he actually he actually played the Joe Rogan fight character in Warrior. Oh, nice! He played the comedian commentator in Warrior.
0: I, um, I, that sounds familiar. You're, send me some links and I'll take a look because I feel like yeah. I've seen that somewhere. Like the that. Movie? Now that you're saying it with Brian Callen, Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Warrior was like when Nick Nolte got nominated for Best Supporting Actor for it. It was Tom okay. Hardy and Joe Edgerton were brothers who are UFC fighters.
0: I feel like I've seen that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. I got cut out of it almost completely. So it's <laughs> neither here don't, nor there. Don't even uh, go- but- worry about it. So great! That's a whole nother podcast.
0: So was um, it like one of those things when you first did stand up? Was it like, oh, this feels right, or was it like, eh, that was kind of awkward? Yeah, like, that's
1: that's exactly when I did it a couple times before I did those movies. It was felt really, really weird. It felt like I was doing an impression of a comedian. <laughs> but why I brought it? Why it was? It was. Right. I was like, you know, guys, <laughs> uh, my kid, my baby's crazy. You know, it yeah. just felt like
0: weird i was like how am i supposed to be
1: yeah and um and when i met brian callen you know he's a stand-up and he's a trained actor and you know he's like you know you're an improviser he goes you need to do that on your stand-up like just oh he was like what do you want to talk about your baby's diapers being like really messy he's like okay like whatever it sounds dumb but he's like just go up and talk as long as you can about that
0: right
1: like go improvise and and that like changed my it blew my mind like when i got off of set and got back home uh there was a there was an open micer that was an extra on the movie and he's like hey he goes you're in pittsburgh you're from pittsburgh he's like do you want to do stand-up like at a show and i'm like uh, okay like because i was talking about stand-up so my fifth show ever was a 15 minute paid set <laughs> oh nice so I did open mic four times and then my fifth time on stage, I, uh, I I did a fifteen actually an eighteen minute set and got paid like twenty bucks. And I was like, this is ridiculous. I don't even know how to
0: do this. Did you get like a <laughs> um, big head after that? Or you were like, Oh, this is easy. No. Uh,
1: no, it's cause I cause I you know, I, I've been in the arts for a while, you know what I mean? Um, so no. I mean, it was just trying to figure it out. And uh, you know, I start. I started going to open mics and going to guest sets at the at the major comedy club. And I was working there in about four months. Oh. Um, it, was, it was crazy. Uh, so when they're like, "Okay, you do twenty minutes and we'll give you one hundred dollars," I'm like, uh fuck, yeah, okay, let's <laughs> right. do that." Right. And I I never looked back. Yeah. Uh
0: <laughs> So and I just kept going. We we'll get off the the comedy train for yeah. a minute here let's talk about whatever i wanted to ask you so are you a steelers fan then since you're in pittsburgh or are you not y- a sports? you fan? know uh
1: i i i'm now just a hockey fan
0: so uh i play hockey a lot
1: of my life yeah the penguins, penguins. yeah still for
0: sidney crosby I, it's been a while yeah, they since do. i've watched yeah. hockey yeah, um, yeah 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 i know I'm me too technically a bruins fan but like right it's right been right so long because okay. i've been on the west coast so it's hard to catch all the games um, right. Sure. But um, I'm out in Washington. Yeah, hockey's
1: not fun to watch on the West Coast. I've seen I've been to games in L.A. and, you know, in Anaheim. And I saw the just...
0: Bruins played the Kings at uh, in L.A. Oh, when cool. I, lived, I lived in L.A. for a few years. Uh, that's where I met my wife and we went and saw the, oh, cool. the Bruins play the Kings. And I remember I was outside smoking a joint and I ran into um, Slane, who was like a Boston rapper who he was in. If uh, you ever seen the movie The Town? He was yeah. he was the guy who drove the ambulance. I think that his name was like Albert McGlone or some shit. Uh and okay. so I, I kind of, yeah, nobody yeah. else knew who he was. He was just standing out there and I was like, I'm from Boston, so he's like a big deal. So I went up. I'm like, right. he, he took a picture with me. He was all cool. My buddy That's had a, my buddy had a King's jersey on and he was like he he asked him for a picture. Of course he didn't know who he was, so he took to takes a picture with the guy and the guy's flipping him off in the picture. He's just ah. like <laughs> so that was a cool little uh hockey story. But yeah, hockey yeah, yeah. is awesome. They've got uh I'm <laughs> yeah out in Washington here and they've got a team coming to Seattle I think we're going to be moved out of Washington by then but I think like next year they're getting a team out here so yeah it's starting to slowly but yeah not it's not too big as far as as yeah as other sports yeah
1: go. I you know um, I, I people ask that question a lot and I'm going to be honest with you I think on a podcast it's easier to talk about um, because like after a show in public face to face with somebody it's really weird to explain to somebody that you gave up football yeah. so
0: what do you mean, I mean you gave up football, though?
1: Well, I can answer this. So that, uh, I feel oh, yeah, more, I
0: guess. Yeah, there we go.
1: I feel more comfortable answering this uh, sitting there, even though you have a backwards NFL hat on.
0: <laughs> oh, this, It's 100 percent fine.
1: Um, yeah. Well, no, I, I honestly, um, you know, um, it was a couple different things. I mean, because like at, all the time. All the time after shows, people are like, "You're from Pittsburgh? Are you
0: Steelers yeah, fan?" Because
1: yeah. <laughs> they want me to like be like, "Yeah, I am," and headbutt right. and shit. You know what I mean? Um, but like, I really, you know, I I, I love football. I didn't do much growing up. You know, I played. You know, I, I, I kicked for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> uh, but but no, um, I I you know I, I love football. You know, and I just I guess I guess uh, the older I got. Um, you know, you just start to like notice certain things. And one of the things in my life that, that like is important to me is like domestic violence awareness. And, um, along with that, and along with a lot of other things going on in the NFL, for instance, like, you know, the player's behavior, you know, when, you know, they're suspending people for a whole season for marijuana, for a plant that grows out of the ground you know, for smoking cannabis, but then a guy beats his wife senseless and, you know, they slap him on the wrist and he misses a game. Right. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I, I, and I really feel like out of all the major sports, I think the NFL is the one that really c- does not care about the human beings more. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't think they care. I mean, it is, it is a, it, it's such a money machine. And I also, there's all, there's a couple of different things that contributed to it. It just happened to be in like the same year, you know, um, there was just that. There was a lot of that domestic violence issues, um, and player issues, and just seeing it as this. It's really hard to. I mean, you're. Did you? Are you from Boston?
0: Originally, mm-hmm. yeah, I grew up in, yeah, okay. in Massachusetts. So
1: yeah. you you know
0: fandom, right? So right. Yeah. you, you <laughs> little bit of a little bit of a sports town.
1: Yeah, I, I don't mention Seattle. So, <laughs> so you, I'm trying to, yeah, relate. <laughs> so yeah, you've been in Boston during the playoffs, and, right. you know. There's a point, man, where it just you're just like shut the fuck yeah. up. Like just like I love sports, but like when grown men are wearing Steelers jerseys at church on a su- on a Sunday in July, <laughs> yeah. I'm like what? Like when so many people, it's it's all it's their only identity.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like I used to and, be and, super into it, but I've kind of yeah. calmed down for that reason. Yeah,
1: yeah. I- I've also never been a kind of guy to like wear jerseys and seek autographs and you know what I mean? I've always, you know, um, not that like, and I don't want to sound like I'm better than anybody. I'm shitting on it. Like I, it's just a thing where it was multiple things. It was, it was also, this is all within the same couple, like maybe two years, you know, um, the concussion issues. That's, um,
0: that's the one that's been for me. See, I grew up, I played football when I I mm -hmm. started playing, I think I was 10 and Mm -hmm. I played from 10 to 18. Um, you know i never mm-hmm. I never went on to play in college but i i did take a lot of big hits and then you start watching yeah. football as you get older and you start seeing how like the hits get bigger and bigger and yeah. just like it's harder to watch as i've gotten older i still watch football you know regularly but i remember a couple like there was some game where some guy got tackled and his leg broke in like four different places yeah. and after seeing that i'm like oh that's possible when you're watching yeah. a, a sports and you don't think about yeah. that stuff and so yeah i i could see how it, that can affect people. Like if you're trying to yeah. watch it, you're just like, I couldn't constantly see. Yeah, I mean, for me,
1: for me, it was like the, it was the stories of the older players and retired players and, and the movie concussion that was actually filmed in Pittsburgh, um, and, and centered around an old Pittsburgh Steeler. So we know the story. Well, um, you know, just, it's not about watching the, whatever, man. Like, you know, I don't think there's anything you can do to like make football, like not less contact. That's right. the sport. Like, that's what it is. um, My thing is that, uh, and and people say, well, they choose that. Of course they do. Of course. It's crazy
0: how many young kids you'll be like, you know, if you tell them, like, this is what's going to happen. Like, these are the effects. And they're like, I don't give a shit. Give kids me that, don't give know. Me that bag. Kids don't know. Give me that bag. You don't know. Yeah, kids don't know. What are you talking about? Kids, <laughs> yeah.
1: Even when you're a senior in high school, you don't right. care. You yeah, you just what? like,
0: whatever. Just give me
1: the you money. You don't care. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, you know, but like, you know, I'm not saying that like the NFL, like no tackling flag or I don't care. I think they should let them use steroids. Let them right. do whatever they want. You know what I mean? If like they want NFL to enter. NFL blitz style. Dude, listen, man, it's their choice. Yeah. <laughs> listen, you want to talk about choice. Right. <laughs> I mean let them take steroids, let them you know what I mean? Let them get a hundred million. Let yeah. them do what they want. You know what I mean? What I mean is that when you see the NFL completely abandoned. There are players. Yeah. And you know, these guys are poor hawking hawking autographs at flea markets to and they pay their don't medical. Get,
0: like any type of benefits or anything after that either, I think. Yeah. yeah. And people yeah, will I say know. people non, will be like well a non-profit they're a non profit company. Yeah. Non profit company. And people See, will well, make I'll the get, argument that problem. they made a lot. But it's like if you yeah. actually look at some like linemen, lineman, if you're an yeah. offensive lineman, you're not making what a wide receiver yeah. made, like you're gonna make, and you have to remember yeah. you, you're making that money in a short span of time. So, yeah, yeah, some people are gonna be good with their money, but like not everybody's yeah. good with their money. It's a to And most, that you and have most to get of the time, to.
1: the guys that are hurt the most are the guys that got paid the least.
0: Right, right. And yep. I'm sure their brains aren't working that great yeah. to be like, oh, yeah, this is terrible.
1: Yeah, to be I've doing. heard terrible stories. You know, yeah. um, there's a lot of old Steelers around Pittsburgh. You know, I, I've been fortunate enough to be involved in quite a few you know fundraisers and 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 you know i've met some of these guys and they're beat up man yeah sometimes you know sometimes these guys they don't know where they're at Yeah. you know
0: it's just funny when you see like nfl players i think it was like heath evans or something he was on a podcast talking Mm -hmm. and the issue of concussions came up and he's just like nah that's not true like i know a bunch of different people and it's just like Mm -hmm. i don't see any way that it can't not be true like your brain is yeah. in your head he's being, and you're he's being sloshing a good, good, your brain around like he's being a good league boy that's yeah, what he's doing yeah well i yeah. mean i'm not one of those well, i was a huge like i was diehard football fan like i would my mood would be affected if the team lost and it got to the point where i was just like this is not this is like not something that you should be yeah. doing and then i think it was a couple years ago when the patriots played the eagles um we had to put my other dog down that day. So mm. it was like the say the day the Patriots lost, we had to put my dog down at the same day. And it was kinda like this thing clicked in my head where I was just like, it's just fucking sports. Like I'll it's watch football. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's so at the end of the day I'm yeah. not like and for people that get so riled up like people are like, yeah. Aren't you pissed that Tom Brady left the Patriots? I'm like, no, I I have buccaneers okay. shit. I don't care. <laughs> like
1: Yeah, I mean honestly, like, like, like look, I, I I agree. Like, you know, if someone said, Oh well Sydney Crosby getting traded, I'm like, ah damn it. Yeah. You know what
0: I mean? You I'm know, not but- a Sidney Crosby fan, by the way. Yeah, well, you should be. He's one of the best of all time. He's a so. he's a, a beast. I just, as a, a, a Bruins fan, I just can't be a fan of him. Would
1: you? Would you? Would you trade him for, uh, for? Uh, oh my gosh, I just went brain dead. I haven't seen hockey in so long. Who is it? Bergeron? Who's your boy?
0: Oh, Patrice Bergeron? Uh, no. Yeah, just you would. Just be, well, You're a
1: liar. This, You're a. Are liar. we talking?
0: Are we talking Bergeron in his prime, or I mean, Sidney Crosby is a beast. But I've Sidney seen, Crosby's been in his prime for ten years. But I've seen Bergeron. Just the the amount oh, of seen like him. I've well, seen no, him I'm not talking on. about his 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 playing ability. I'm talking about like his just ability to tough it out and like elevate the players around him. Um, but I don't know Sidney oh, Crosby is an. You absolute should watch beast. more Penguins. I need That's to. All yeah. yeah, I need to. Yeah, dude.
1: Yeah, he's one of the few players I've seen, and you know, I think I think Connor McDavid does it, and I think Ovechkin does it. Uh, and I think Crosby does it, is that you have guys who, on any other team, would be third-line wingers right. getting 30, 20, 30 goals a year. The only other people who have done that is, like, Gretzky, Lemieux, Ovechkin, you know, maybe uh, Iserman. You know, like, I mean, there's, there's like, not even 10 people that can do that in history. Yeah. It's pretty...
0: No, I'm uh, not...
1: I'm, like... David too. He's going to be... He's going to be giving people goals for the rest of their careers. yeah
0: i'm not a salty sports fan like i just no, uh, i nah. just i'm just a uh, i just like busting balls and i just remember i don't yeah. I remember Sidney crosby like destroying us at some point so just that's why i'm probably a little <laughs> about oh yeah it. of
1: course i get it just as long as you're not from philly i couldn't have a conversation about hockey i just couldn't
0: <laughs> so so you hate the flyers or what
1: yeah it's just a fun thing to do yeah uh Yeah, it's just the fun. It's a fun statewide rivalry. It's fun. It's weird because
0: when I lived in Massachusetts, like everybody, most people knew about sports. They kind of knew what was going on. You could have a conversation with people. Now, when I live in Seattle, it's like people are very passionate about the Seahawks, but they don't know anything about anything. So they'll like they'll try to start with you. I went to uh, I was going to tailgate. I had to drop some friends off at the airport. And so we had friends tailgated for a Seahawks game. They're like, stop by, hang out, you know, have a couple drinks, have some food. So it was cold out. And I was like, I'm not wearing any Patriots stuff. The Patriots were playing that day. We're going to go watch the game. But I'm like, I'm not wearing anything. I had a winter hat. That was it. I was like, I'm just going to wear this one hat. I don't wear any other Patriots stuff. I don't want anybody to start shit with me. And they were playing the 49ers, which was a division game. I got more shit than I saw. 49ers fans walking around in full 49ers gear, and I had one yeah. Patriots hat on. And they were giving me more shit than anybody yeah. else had ever taken. I'm like, you guys are playing that team right now, and you're giving Dude, me shit. I, I'm just like trying I, to keep my head cold warm.
1: Listen, I got I got to one up you, okay? I'm gonna. It, it. You think walking around a football game with a hat on is bad, okay? Perry, there are at least six cities in America where I cannot tell the audience. That I'm from Pittsburgh. Really? If I go to Philly, anywhere near Baltimore or D.C., Cleveland, Cincinnati, anywhere in New England. Just because of sports? Just because of sports. And I want to put that for another reason why I just don't care anymore.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Because, dude, there
1: has been so many times where they'll be like, all right, your next comedian, you're going to love him. He's been on this. You've seen him on this. Like, like impressive things, and then they'll go from Pittsburgh and straight up wow. boo me.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> and I'm like, and I gotta get up there, and I'm like, really? You boo a city because I was born there, and and grown men throw a ball at each other? Like, are you kidding me? I think it's so like asinine and like caveman shit. It's so ridiculous, <laughs> and it made me so mad. So I would tell people like, don't say it from Pittsburgh. I don't even want right. I don't even want to rip, rip on your city.
0: Right. Just say so, he's here from America.
1: <laughs> oh, dude! I mean, and I know, I know people that travel and like from Pittsburgh. I mean, dude, I will wear a Penguins hat and in an airport. You know what I mean? a lot of times I'll wear a Penguins hat in, in an airport. You know, because I'm always wearing a hat in the airport. And like, some always someone will be like, "Spoke
0: Pittsburgh." I'm like, like think about that guy who like I don't I don't think he died, but he was got beat almost to the point where he died, or he did die in was it uh la um right like dodger stadium he's wearing giants gear and like they yeah, beat crazy. the shit out of him like yeah it's crazy yeah it's crazy it's, it's, what, it's not
1: what, gangs what is this <laughs> it's not ancient rome what is it's this gang co-
0: i know if you go to some places though like you'll go to some bars and uh i mean my bar oh, yeah. days are far from over but you'll see no gang colors no bandanas oh, no yeah. jerseys and it's like there's yeah. a reason for that because people fucking yeah, like idiots because it's shit. a reason
1: but I mean, like, and I want to say that is one of the, like, that is another silly thing in the column I could put where I don't care about the NFL anymore. Uh, but, like, there's also, like, there was a thing, I just want to clarify, because people are going to be like,
0: fuck this, fuck this pussy.
1: Um, okay. I, I, legitimately I tell all those to people do, to fuck
0: off. I don't. I don't
1: yeah, uh, dude. I, I, okay, you want to hear? Okay, I talk in post-it notes. Sorry. Um, I need some afternoon medicine. Hold on. Um. I had a I had a, I had a guy one time after a show. He was like, "Hey, I don't remember where I was." He was like, "Hey, you Steelers fan? You football fan, buddy?" And I was like, "Nah." He goes, "What are you gay?" <laughs> and I was like, I was like, "What?" Cuz I what, don't like what? to watch guys in tight tight yeah, pants run around. I, was, I know. I was like, "Did you just, do you know what you're even saying? Like you Whatever man. You have another man's name on your back right now. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like I don't like it's the dumbest thing to even it say. It
0: is. If you think about that, like I I I'm a jer- I am I do not wear jerseys too often. I have a couple of jerseys. I
1: I have I have a I've quite a few and I don't wear them anymore. I yeah. don't know. I only wear them if I ever play, you know, play.
0: If I'm uh, going out to like a game, if I'm going to watch a game at yeah, the stadium. That's the only time. I'll do it but like
1: I'll wear yeah. a hockey jersey to a game for sure.
0: It's just but yeah, it's to the point now where you just if you think about it, you are. You're wearing another dude's name on your back. Like all, pr- is, all you like, need is you a little name. "property of" on the top, and you'll be awesome. Right,
1: I know. Uh, and then hey, wear jerseys. It's cool. Like, but don't give nobody a hard time about it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's. I think um, the only
0: jersey that should be acceptable when you're in your 30s is like a FUBU jersey from back in the day. <laughs> <Those> <laughs> yeah,
1: throwbacks. <laughs> yeah, if you're walk if you're walking around with like a secondary player from currently on your team, you're a dork. You're yeah. a dork. Yeah. If you're buying the new player's jersey, you're a dork. Come on. Yeah. It, like, look, if it's like if if you're wearing a player, you know, from your city, that's like Hall of Famer championship player. OK, yeah. cool. Yeah. Walk around in a Ray Bork jersey. Follow your dreams. You know what I mean? Like, that's acceptable. Two, two
0: Patriots jerseys I have are Gronk and Tom Brady. So that worked yeah, out well. OK. All right. <laughs> that worked very um, well.
1: Oh, what was I going to say? Sorry, I wanted to, I wanted to fill in more of my facts so people no, think I'm not just like. Uh, the other thing was there was this guy that was fired by ESPN because he wrote this this kind of article about how um, it was right after the Ray Rice thing happened uh, with his girlfriend, and they were like, "Well, do you think if you think the NFL covered this up, you should see what they shoved under the rug in the last five years?" So this dude who wrote for ESPN. He dug out all these things that didn't make the news. And it was, I think it was about 35 or like close to 40 incidences of domestic violence, drug use, guns. I mean, like DUIs and I'm talking coaches, players, and it was, you don't know what I'm talking about because it was buried. But this guy came out with this article. He was fired by ESPN and he put it out on, um, Oh, he put it out on, uh, what's the, like, it's a sports blog. It's really famous. Shoot, I can't forget. I think it was on Deadspin, actually. Deadspin? I think. Uh, but, yeah, he was like, well, this is what ESPN fired me for for uh, wanting to write. And it just, after, like, it just, like... I was like this, these motherfuckers. I was like, this is crazy. And then the Colin Kaepernick bullshit. I'm like, you guys have no spine of integrity. I, it's just it's silly. Yeah. It's like, I know stand, I mean, up for, stand up for something. The only right. thing they're a non profit who stands up for, for billionaires. That's it. So yeah. That's whatever.
0: That I that was like the one of the things that annoyed me. Not the most, but it was just like it. It started to create like this this tension when they had that whole Colin Kaepernick thing, and you could like feel yeah. it when you would talk to, about people with sports. It was just, yeah. like normal conversations, like when I was working sales, that was just mm-hmm. something that you could talk about right, to sports. to pass the time with sports. Right. Everybody, you know, most people, and then it's CLs.
1: immediately two two people judging each other, going. So which side are you on? Yeah, and it would immediately, it then it
0: would go to, oh, yeah. well, I don't watch that anymore. And then it's like, okay, right, yeah. like, and, but, but then they don't do anything. They want to shove patriotism down your throat, this fake patriotism down your throat. And then when troops come back, they don't do shit for them. Like my mom worked in the VA for years and it was just like, mm-hmm. I hear horror stories of all the shit oh, that, oh, friends yeah. that oh, I yeah. have that have to go through the yeah. system. And it's like, mm-hmm. but, but make sure my, you my, stand my, for the flag. Yeah otherwise i know it's it all falls it is such
1: uh it it, man i don't want to get all deep on it and like depress people and act like i know something but it's just (laughs) it's it's one of those things where i feel like you know um you just start to open your eyes to like you know look the billionaires don't care about you man like like they don't like yeah they put the flag up make you feel happy and they put a beer in your hand like it was just like, like
0: when they flew the uh the the jets over for the 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 frontline people my wife's a nurse i'm like did, did that help you all at all or would you would you prefer yeah, but, them do like, that or give you guys more protective gear she's like protective gear yeah that this that, is fucking that cost stupid. that's that, that's waving that, keys
1: that cost 50 million dollars why you could have literally built another hospital
0: yeah exactly
1: it thought that that's it but you know but listen you know not everybody every sometimes people need uh did you did you say this already people need keys waved in their face
0: yeah well they, no, that's what i was gonna say it's basically key like you're yeah. shaving keys sh- there's keys a there's a lot of people space, like, that go are you hungry yeah. oh yeah yeah oh come
1: here come here uh, uh, uh. stimulus yeah. check i'll be fine uh, yeah uh, uh. i yeah. mean dude it's you know i mean you know i don't i hate this big cliche but you know get woke you know what i mean like yeah
0: well, I feel like with <laughs> you know the I with I everything seen. that's going on, so I guess it's a good time to switch gears because I was going to ask you sure. what which you think is going to come back first. Do you think sports or or like comedy and and music events are going to come back or do you see well, it all coming back at the same time?
1: I think I think I think. I mean, from what we were just talking about, I think we've answered already. Sports is gonna come back, baby, because that right. is a money machine, b- b- billion dollar industry, mm-hmm. and that's how. That's and that's how in the beginning, how how I was trying to explain to people that it was real. When the NCAA went away, shit is real. Yeah. No, <laughs> like, I remember that the
0: day like NBA because I've been buying and yep. selling trading cards, and like that news right. popped up that the NBA season was done. And I was, that was when it was like, oh, well, Oh, it's
1: yeah. When major sports started canceling, you're like, okay, this is serious. And I think they're going to be the ones that coming back. I mean, they're already figuring out how to do it. You know what I mean? Um, I know, I know comedy is trying to figure it out. Right. Um, you know, I know, you know, all the clubs that I play, I know the managers, I've texted some of them and, you know, they're trying to, they're trying to open up at a certain capacity, Mm -hmm. uh, and same with music venues, especially, Uh, The ones that I've worked with a lot in the past, um, done comedy and music venues. The big problem is, is the, the, the people from what I understand that are going to survive are the people that have the coffers, the people that have that money, the big chains, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So like, I'm looking at like my home club and the chain of like improv comedy clubs. Uh, I know Seattle has like helium, you know, like some of those, some of those bigger chains are Portland helium. Um, you know, some of those bigger chains I think might be okay. But even still, I don't think they're going to be okay for, you know, I, I mean, it's, I, I don't think it, it, you could have as much money as you want, but you can't operate at 25, 50%, you know, a, in a room for 300 and these small venues, they can't have shows in, you know, venues for a hundred people. You can't put 40 people in a venue for a hundred. It's still mm-hmm. packed. You know what I mean? So, um, I, I really think I, I think comedy and music is going to get hit pretty hard. Um, yeah. I think uh, I think live performing is going to get hit though, probably some of the worst.
0: Yeah, that's unfortunate.
1: I, uh, I do, and that's why I've parlayed everything. Like, I, I mean, Friday nights I do uh, a live happy hour with comedian guests and just cut up and have like a late show type of thing. I was
0: going to say I know there's like a lot of people who are getting really creative, and there's a lot of cool stuff yeah. out there. Yeah, I've that done you everything wouldn't I could. necessarily get. Um, yeah. And I've seen, I've heard, I haven't seen any of these, but I've heard that some comedians have, d- have been doing like material in zoom meetings. Oh, oh, yeah. I don't know how, zoom shows. how, zoom how shows. do you feel about that? That kind of makes me cringe it's, thinking about, I've, I've done a couple
1: do it. and it, uh, you know, look, I mean, comedy feels like comedy a little bit, uh, you know what I mean? It's, it's fun to go and do material. And I mean, so these zoom comedy shows, what it is, I mean, they're, if you want to go hang out and do one or go watch one, go do it. I mean, right. it's, it's still fun, you know, that you can find fun out of it. I will say it takes a certain type of comic, you know, yeah. it's, you know, you're, you're, you're going to have to be able to like adapt and talk to, you know, cause really doing zoom comedy, you go on gallery view on zoom and you basically everyone unmutes themselves and agrees to just laugh and not bother you. Mm-hmm. And you're really, you're, you're doing jokes and then everyone like ha 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 It's like it's like robots laughing in little boxes. It's crazy. The um, commercials
0: that that have been going on constantly make me like nervous because they keep saying, Welcome to your new normal. Welcome to your new normal. I'm like, Well, wait, yeah. why are you spending money on this much money on advertising if we're supposed to be on the other end of this and supposed to be coming out of this? Like, why are you c- continuing to no, tell us new normal? Because no one knows. Yeah. No one knows. It's, it's no one knows. No one knows. I mean, I don't want to
1: get into all that. You no, know what I mean? Cause yeah. I could, I could talk at exhaustion and I don't, I, I don't, I, I already am not like, I don't look at Facebook. I don't care what people think. I just, I just know that when I look at my, my business, I, I, I say it in this way, this isn't my opinion. This is my business. Uh, this is my, you know, I run a small business. You know what I mean? Right. My small business is like, I sell jokes all over the, the the continent, you know what I mean? And for me, I, I'm going to go look at business. Like I'm going to go look at advice of experts to try to understand how, what my business is going to look like. Mm. And I don't think we're going to be back until next year. Yeah. And my, and my, uh, in, in the, uh, the research I've done for my business, um, lots of really, really smart people say that this is going to come back.
0: Yeah. That's And, what
1: um, and, uh, You know, uh, I think it, I think it might, I think a lot of nine out of 10 really smart people say it's going to be back in, in August, September, October. Mm -hmm. So
0: yeah, that's,
1: uh, that's, you know, uh, and what you know, I don't, I don't have, I don't have all those degrees. So, uh, uh, so like, you know, and that's unfortunate, which is why, you know, like people are doing the zoom comedy shows, you know, I'm doing this live happy hour. I did 50 days of like a dad vlog, you know, I just ended today. Um, I do my, I'm, I'm ramping up my podcast. Like, so now I've always done live guests, you know, but with like zoom and the way, you know, record now, um, I've always liked to sit in a room with people, but now, uh, now I can just call like any of my comedian celebrity friends, like, you know, uh, and just do that, you know? And, and it's, uh, I'm like, Oh, I can call tons of people now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so that it really opened it up, you know, to, uh, to do some different things and just hoping that, you know, that that works and more people watch and, and, you know, um, I, I just don't, I don't think I'm going to be on stage in front of an audience, uh, anytime right. soon.
0: So since that's kind of depressing, let's talk about <laughs> music a little bit. Um, yeah. All what, right. Uh, so you're a hip hop fan.
1: What time is it? Oh, uh, five to three. Okay.
0: Yeah. Let me know if you've got to, got to go. We've, we've uh, just
1: a little, maybe a little after three. I'm good. Okay. Uh, so yeah, what have you like been... 15 your,
0: minutes, 10 minutes. What you've been listening to for hip hop lately.
1: I, so I'm... I was just talking to my friend about this lately, is that I've lost that um, that ability to like just name and cite everything. I can't
0: do it. I can't do it, I can't do it anymore. I have too much information coming in and out dude, of my brain. Digital
1: music now, it's just playing.
0: I do a playlist it's, and I update it on Mondays and Fridays. And so every yeah. Friday new music comes out. And so I'm constantly like new yeah. music in, new music in, new music in. And yeah, so trying I, to I'm remember it is it. Just crazy.
1: So I like, I, I listen to a lot of um, a lot of just like yes, yeah, sug- like I listen through Amazon music and Spotify. So so I'll just I'll just listen to suggested playlists and I'm like, oh shit, I haven't heard this in forever, and I'll just put it in a playlist. Put it in a playlist. So now one of my favorite playlists uh, that popped up on Spotify, Spotify has the most creative playlists. Um, I would say out of all the playlists that I've, that have been curated, I like Spotify's the most and you can listen to my comedy on Spotify and my podcast. Uh, But anyway, um, there was a, there was a new playlist called jazz, hip hop, jazz, hip hop. And I was like, what? Okay. And it was all what you thought it was. You know it was tribe it was q-tip it's a little slum village it was so that's what i've been vibing like all week and i and i and i now always listen to that you know uh that vibe if i want to listen to hip-hop
0: i i like if you like that I like chill. if you like that chill stuff the album just came out today i've been screaming this dude's name for a while now but uh kota kota, kota the friend i don't know if oh heard yeah, yeah yeah but he just had a new album come out. I listened to it today, and it's got, like, those those jazzy beats and, like... So, I have heard of him, yeah. He's really good. I like that stuff a lot. Um, hip-hop, I've, I don't know. I meet a lot of people that, like, as you get older, I think people will appreciate hip-hop more. When you go back and you listen to, like, the older stuff and the storytelling, oh, yeah. and it's just... I, I think you can still find good hip hop today. You just have to look. And part of the the fun is like absolutely searching for it. So that's just
1: Yeah, and that's the thing too. Like I'm not as hungry as I was when I was younger because like I said, most of the stuff that I was super hungry for in like the, like it was in the 90s and 2000s, which I dj in the 2000s and it was butt hip hop was butt. I mean, you could find some, some the the, the early the,
0: 2000s, I, they had some good stuff back then. Eh,
1: I mean, you can name them on one hand, maybe. I mean, Outcast, uh, you know, Snoop had a couple things, Nas, Jay Z. Uh, there was still those, that was the era of those greats, but right. there was not, you know, like you know even now i mean there's good stuff too but it's i feel like we're kind of i feel like we're kind of in the disco of hip-hop right now
0: really i think it's the opposite just i see i
1: I think i think it's 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 been that it's been for a couple years and i think we're climbing out of it
0: for me it's like when when with other music and i've said this before on the podcast (laughs) but when when other music tries to reinvent itself, it always seems to go through hip hop. Like if you look at rock, mm. it's like, Oh, well, how, how are we going to reintroduce ourselves? And we'll, then you get limp mm. Biscuit and they come out with rap metal. Oh, oh yeah. And then you've Absolutely. got like, um, country think of like Blanco Brown and, um, what's that other dude's name? The Kid
1: other... rock did it in the nineties. Yeah,
0: exactly. And like, it's, yeah. it's just then. So right. when, when they, people need to reinvent themselves, they use hip hop. Whereas hip hop, I feel like has, has almost evolved, throughout the years if you listen to mm-hmm. you know sugar hill gang back in the day mm-hmm. and then you go even just a couple years further into like you know run dmc and then you just keep going a little bit further to Nas and tupac and all that stuff it changes and evolves as it gets older and older and i think sure. that um i don't know i just i don't see it going away anytime soon it's like the most popular music and on the planet right now um, oh yeah. I just and I, I mean that might just be my bias cuz I love hip hop.
1: Yeah, art. I mean I I just think uh yeah, I think there hasn't been as as great things. I mean, you know, maybe I just don't like the style of more of like mumble rap even though I do very much enjoy a lot of Future, so, uh, which they say he's the mumble king, but I
0: I'm not big on yeah. mumble rap. I'm not I like no. I like things like Earth Gang. I like, you know, okay. Code to the Friend. Earth Gang mm-hmm. I think is going to be huge. They're like the next outcast I'm, I'm
1: talking about like there's a lot of like like takashi should not Tekashi, exist yeah.
0: especially you know what after what I mean? the whole like the way everything went down and he like, like shit like
1: that should not <laughs> exist do you know what i mean but like <laughs> dude uh travis scott's Astro World. it's one of the best yeah uh, dope. best albums i've heard in a decade yeah so good do Loved your kids it. like your so music good. um well the i mean i'm trying to think like my kids have heard selections of like some stuff like, um, they can listen to some beastie boys. We'll play, I'll play some Beastie boys for them. Um, they're like one of my favorites. Um, mostly now, like my wife has, I mean, my, we, my wife and I've been together forever. And so like, she loves any kind of chill trip hop. Mm. Um, she'll, she'll listen to chill, you know, uh, electronic, you know, when she's cleaning or cooking. And so now like, my kids are totally into that because that's a music that we can play all the time. You'll see right. with kids, you'll see, you're like, Oh, I can't play rage uh, while I'm washing the car uh, yeah. because I have a five-year-old <laughs> here. You know what I mean? Um, uh, you know, it's like daddy can't listen to Wu Tang anymore when he's, you know, when he's in the yard, you know? <laughs> um, but you know, now they're, they're into chill. They're into like electronica, you know, we'll play some of you know, yeah, you know, instrumentals. I mean, she, my 11-year-old daughter loves Jay Dilla instrumentals. Oh, you know what really? I mean? Like,
0: that's a that's so, a really obscure like pull for a kid. <laughs> uh, but it's
1: but it's cuz I was cuz she got into instrumentals and and like I beatbox a little bit. So I've always beatboxed with my kids and so like that's been kind of a thing. So so now my daughter like is on GarageBand like making like dope beats. Like literally awesome. I've put them on, I've used them on my podcast. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Like <laughs> so it's cool. Um, so like, we've always been musical, you know what I mean? Like, um, and it was in my, my, my mom too. Like all my albums over here are half of them are my mom's. Yeah. Um, you know, I have all the original Rolling Stones, Led Zeppelins.
0: That's how I got into, it. I was, I, yeah. my mom was a single mom. And so I would like, yep, she was too. at work. I would go and I would go through all of her CDs and yeah. steal them and they would end up, they would end up mine. And like, that's yeah, how yeah. I learned new music.
1: Do you know my mom, my mom, I, I love telling people this. I, I haven't told anybody this very often and it's crazy that I forgot to, uh, sorry, I'm thinking out loud, but, no, um, I've always, uh, my mom always yeah, ever since I can remember was always pushing me tapes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So like for, for Easter or for my birthday, it would be, I'd get a couple things and then she'd go, Oh, here's ACDC back in black. You know, like my mom bought, I remember my first cassette tape, first couple cassette tapes i can't remember which one was first but it was like it was i'm the dj he's the rapper uh dj jazzy jeff french Mm -hmm. prince it was bc boys licensed to ill and it was um metallica uh the black album i remember her like giving me a couple of those tapes and it was kind of cool it was like here which one do you like you know what i mean and i was like um all of them you know what i mean so, like, you know, I was the kid in middle school that knew all the words, you know, to Tribe Called Quest songs and BC Boy songs, but also was like, uh oh, Rage Against the Machine and Nine Inch Nails are yeah. dope, too. Yeah. You know, so. I didn't get into
0: hip hop until I was a little bit older. I was strictly, yeah. like, rock music when I was, like, I had my first yeah. tape I got was in second grade. I still remember this kid that I couldn't stand. I don't remember how it happened. He was his last day at the school, and he came up to me, and he gave me a, a copied cassette tape. And it had the copy of the Nirvana Nevermind album. It was like oh, yeah. completely copied. And the last four songs. So it went through the whole Nirvana album. And then there was four songs extra on it. And it was like four mm. Metallica songs. And yeah. so like that was my that was the first my first <laughs> thing that I ever got that was music. Oh, and cool. my mom did not want me to have it because she like you know yeah. a naked baby on the cover of Nirvana right. and like some of the shit he talks about she's just like yeah. no so there was a constant battle of her trying to take that cassette tape from me and me finding it yeah. and like hiding it but yeah I just remember those I days. uh
1: I, I hate to admit it but I always have to tell music f- people mu- music friends I have I have the disease where like I like so much music but for some reason I don't like people like bands like Nirvana or like the Beatles See, I like i that the, guy. I liked Nirvana
0: guy. until I moved. Like I was a huge Nirvana fan. I was that was yeah. what I obviously what I got into. I had Kurt Cobain's diaries. I had all that shit. And then I moved. Right. I worked in Aberdeen where okay. Kurt Cobain is from. Yeah. Um, and I was like, "Well, I get Nirvana now. Like I get it." But when you live in the Pacific Northwest, that's All they fucking play on any radio is Alice in Chains, Nirvana. There's like all the music I loved. And I'm like, I need to get out of the Pacific Northwest so I can love this music again.
1: And I look, I I loved it at the time. I still, I still will, you know, oh, how's Nirvana sound in my ears now? You know what I mean? Like it's, I I get it. It's still really good. The Beatles still, they're very good. Mm -hmm. I just don't know what it
0: is. I'm just like, eh, I'm cool. There's just I'm so cool much to listen to that, like, yeah. for me, I, yeah. the people, and I, I get, it drives me crazy when you hang out with people and they want to listen to the same shit over and over and over again. Oh, and I can't. have friends I and I get into it with them all the time. I'm like, I'll put on a playlist and I'll literally just get the get the control of the playlist. It'll have maybe one yep. song that's, like, not a song they want. And they're like, well, can you put on this? Like, I just Ugh. put this shit on. Like, listen I, for three uh,
1: minutes. I feel like you're similar to me you, that you go in, like, weekly genres
0: yeah i just listen to what Uh, i'm what i'm feeling like i i will listen
1: so like i will so you know i've been editing a lot more and oh my god and like doing my own production shit and so like just the last maybe two weeks i'm listening to that you know jazz hip-hop and just and discovering some things and rediscovering some things you know get into some rabbit holes but now i just realized today because i was starting to come up with some ideas about a, a fun little thing uh but like I just I started listening again to my my you know my funk playlist. Yeah. You know, like uh there's there's so much funk I love. I love um, funk. Just whatever. Um have you ever heard of uh, Tower of Power? No. Go mm-hmm. look up Tower of Power. It's literally 10 dudes in a band, just just like 10 40 year old black dads in a so band. All all playing instruments. It's so good. <laughs> I just got
0: into Bootsy Collins recently. I had oh, never yeah, heard of Bootsy maybe. and just got yes. into Bootsy Collins. Yeah. So that's, oh, that's just good. Dope. I'm a big yeah. fan of all that stuff. Uh, well, listen, I don't want to keep you too long. I mean, I could go for like another hour. This is awesome. So I know, if you're, you're welcome cool. back I, anytime. Uh, but why yeah, don't you brother. let everybody know like your social media, where they can see the special, all yeah. that stuff?
1: Yeah. If you, as long as you spell my name right, uh then everybody can find me on social media at Aaron Kleiber. Okay. Uh my my Amazon special, uh grown ass dad could also listen on Spotify, Pandora, iTunes. Uh it's Friday. Super night. funny.
0: Watch it if if you, oh, thanks. It's, it's it's I'm I'm a fan now. Um, you yeah. know, I'm I'm not gonna lie and be like I was on your train since day one. Our no, that first interaction we had was the first time I met you, and I immediately went yeah. and watched it, and I was like, I was laughed a lot more than i've laughed <laughs> of, of, for recent specials so
1: good thanks so, man thank you brother
0: yeah, it was yeah awesome. yeah
1: and, and i'm doing my you know i'm doing my podcast grown dad business grown dad businesses anywhere you can find podcasts uh and uh my friday night happy hour on facebook and youtube i'm just trying to you know it's like you know live with me i don't know i bring in special guests and uh I'll have you to know. check that out yeah. It's just cut up. It's just, I sit here and drink and bring in comedian friends. And, uh, my, uh, if you like music, my friend kid mental, he does, uh, he's a beatboxer and he loops. He's a beat looper.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Uh, he loops his own beatboxing. He does a lot of music for my podcast, and uh, he he performs like live every every Friday night on my show. Kind of opens the show, and it's just him beatboxing. It's
0: and where fucking, they just just look up your name, and they can find that. You can
1: you, if you find Aaron Kleiber on on Facebook or YouTube, okay. uh, that you'll see my live show
0: ready okay. to play. I'll yeah, put yeah, all yeah. your info and stuff in the show notes. So this this episode yeah, will course. be out next Tuesday, so it'll come out. Yeah, cool. And it should be on YouTube the same day. So cool, yeah. Um, Aaron, thanks again for coming out. Is there anything else you want to plug before we're done? I or? mean, that's it. I've, I got so many things. I all got right. so many where. Well, we'll definitely have to do this again. I appreciate you coming on. Thanks again for scaring thank the shit you, out of me. Perry, thank you, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was fun times. Yeah, appreciate it. And uh, I'm definitely looking forward to being a dad and. Uh, uh, your special definitely you'll be
1: all right to you're gonna have it. to you're gonna have to sell some of that shit in the background to make that's it, what it's
0: uh, that's what this stuff's here for this stuff is actually happen. my stuff but i have like if you can't see on the <laughs> other side this is the selling table so like I, I i've been out of work since november and i was like I've, i can't get another yeah. job i fucking hate working for people So I've just been grinding and my little eBay store has finally taken off. So I'm like, I got my side hustle going
1: now. After my second kid, man, I sold like a couple grand worth of stuff on eBay. All the
0: stuff I have, I'm like, this stuff's not worth anything. The stuff I'm selling (laughs) is worth a lot more. But this shit's not. Well, have fun, brother. All right, brother. I appreciate you coming on. And uh, Aaron, thanks again. Thank you, man. Take care. That's our show for this week. Thanks again for tuning in. And as always, if you like the show, tell your friends, subscribe. It's free. Share. And, you know, just make sure you are reaching out on social media to us and letting us know what you think of the show. We've got some awesome guests coming up in the weeks coming. Um, we've got some more uh, toy people. We're going to be doing a psychedelic episode. So make sure you subscribe so you get every episode right when they come out. And tell all your friends. It helps us out. Go to the website. And uh, keep an eye out for some of the stuff we've got coming up soon. And I'll talk to you next week. Peace.